Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Ray and Tay Today. Talking sports with friends. We're talking basketball. NBA time and we're on the air. We're ready to clap boards and our crossover's not fair. Uh, throw the ball up in the air. We're giving you the stats. All stars are here. NBA finals and the draft. You know we're here. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. You're listening to a very special edition, a free agency edition of Ray and Tay Today, and I'm Ray Tall Rayside. And I'm Tay, Eric Taylor. Wow, NBA free agency is here, and obviously from yesterday, and it started July 1st, 12.01 a.m., the big news, of course, is the Lakers, Ray. They get the big fish, LeBron James, and we'll get into all that. But the breaking news, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't heard in the last 10 to 15 minutes, as I like to call it, game, set, match, Boogie Cousins, a.k.a. DeMarcus Cousins, has signed with the Golden – wait, wait, yeah, I'm not stuttering. Not, I'm not making this up. Golden State Warriors. For a one-year deal, what for the mid-level or was it eight million? I mean, it's not no five point three million. Wow, the mid-level, Ray. Um, I'm almost speechless. All I can say is game, set, match. What do you think? We'll get to the Lakers. Just the Warriors side. I guess it makes it easier for them to keep him maybe afterwards next year. What do you think? Where is this money coming from, though? I mean, if he signs for one year at $5.3 million, that's fine. But roll the clock forward, where do they have the money to sign Steph and KD? And Clay Thompson's going to be a, an unrestricted free agent. And Boogie's going to want max money. I, I don't see that they have the money for this. I mean, you can't have four max players on your team. So at a certain point, either the winning is going to get too you know, too comfortable, or, or people are going to want to break out and, and, and be, you know, be their own man. And I was thinking the first one might be Clay Thompson. Um, Draymond Green might not love it. I, I, look, something, something's got to happen. I mean, I can't see them keeping five all-stars on their team. I just don't know how they can do that. Well, the, the, the first part of it is, is that, hey, they have them for this year to go get a three-peat. And yeah. then after that, if the marriage is so happy, then you have some guys maybe take some less money so DeMarcus can stay. And I think, you know, it's just about Clay said it great on NBA TV when they won. He was saying, look, we're not really about egos. We're just having so much darn fun winning. And you see Durant kind of t- willing to take less. You see, you know, a team of unselfish superstars, but it almost makes it easier for the ownership when they do these one-year player option deals for the second year. And, you know, hey, I'm starting to think anything's possible, and we all know that in summer of 2019 and 2020, the cap might be going up a decent amount again um, with the gambling money. 
So, Ray, we're in a new horizon of sports and especially of NBA and free agency. And we know next year is going to be big with, you know, Butler, Kyrie, potentially Anthony Davis, other guys, uh, Kawhi Leonard. Let's, let's focus on the Lakers and give Magic a little bit of props. Was it just he couldn't turn down L.A.? His son is playing on the same team next year, not in eighth grade, but for ninth grade with Pippen's son and Kenyon Martin's son. Um, so that's comedy. But was it just his homes? Hollywood, Magic Johnson, because he signed a four-year deal. What, what do you think about LeBron James and this commitment for the long run with the Lakers? So two things come to mind. One, he has two homes in L.A., and that's his second home after Cleveland. But I think more importantly, from a basketball perspective, he's done everything, right? He brought two championships to L.A., to uh, Miami, one championship to Cleveland, the land. Mm-hmm. And now he saw Kevin Durant join a superstar team. So he wants to win one or two more championships and do it in a rebuild fashion. So take a team on his shoulders, rebuild, and take them to the promised land. And to me, there weren't many options. I always said Philly was the most interesting one. But you could argue Philly's got three stars on that team potentially already. So where does he go? He can't stay in Cleveland. That's not an option. Houston's already stacked. Golden State's already stacked. His family's in L.A. The Clippers are not really, you know, they're not primetime like the Lakers. So if you think about it, there weren't that many options for LeBron. I think he had to, he, he did what he had to do. And, and you know what? He has to reset his expectations. He's not going to sniff the finals next year, and maybe not even the year after. He's got to hope that Golden State blows up somehow. He's got to hope that the, chem, the magic doesn't quite work again in Houston and that magic can get some people. And we'll talk about who magic added. I actually don't like the roster, and I think it got worse. From, from LeBron's – I mean, they play D, but they're terrible offensively. Well, I thought it was fascinating in a sense that when I saw them re-sign, you know, um, Cartavius Caldwell-Pope, that was a throw bone to Clutch Sports and, 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 you know, and his agent and LeBron, the same agent. But I think – you know, and he shoots and, and plays D. He, he's never been a great three-point shooter. But then when you go at JaVale McGee, I'm like, okay, defensive rebounding. And we do know the Lakers' defense was horrible last year and even the year before with Ingram, Kuzma, and Ball. They, they're just not a defensive team yet. So I kind of see that. Obviously, we know they're trying to get rid of Dang Lopez and um, Isaiah Thomas aren't coming back. So then you're thinking, when I see these moves, and then obviously Rondo. Lance Stevenson. Um, Lance Stevenson, that's defense, defense, and more defense. But wing defense perimeters to try to stick uh, Clay and uh, you know and and, uh, and even Lance can stick a point guard and Curry. I'm like, oh, okay, I don't love it, but I I, I kind of see it. But then I'm thinking, is it also the opportunity to then go ahead and make another move? And so I I still wonder if we're still waiting for the other big fish, uh, Kawhi Leonard and. 
I just don't see the Sixers and Celtics giving enough up to have a one-year rental and then potentially hope to convince them. Like we have to mention PG-13 and OKC. We'll get to that in a second. But I don't think – I think Kawhi is more brash and more bold in saying, look, I'm going to the Lakers now or next year, whatever it is. So what would you think the Lakers would have to give? Because they're asking for way too much. That price is going to have to drop, and Pop's going to be – him and Buford are going to have to be more realistic. Do you think it's Ingram, Hart, and two first-round picks? Because they said they don't want ball, and the Lakers are like, we don't want to give up Kuzma. So, like, what else could it be? Well, I don't think their price is too high at all. I think that their price is basically – look, you're getting the second or third best player in the NBA. And, <laughs> frankly, the Lakers – thought that they had Paul George in their back pocket, right? They thought, oh, all right, they'll knock on his door and they'll sign Paul George. This Kawhi Leonard thing, I mean, maybe they knew it all along, but there's no indication they knew this. So Kawhi Leonard is like a, 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 a surprise to them, I think, that he wants to play. But it was all but written in stone last summer that Paul George was a one-year rental. But you know what, you mess around and you trade him to a team and he likes Russell Westbrook and he likes that organization and Sam Presti's an unbelievable GM. You know, you can't take those gambles. It's the same reason why the Knicks went after Carmelo Anthony and gave up, you know, a bunch of average players, but gave up a bunch of players when when you thought you didn't have to do that in February because come July you could have just signed him outright, but you never know. So, I mean, the Lakers are going to have to give up Ingram. I, I think it's Ingram, Kuzma, and um, they won't take back Dang, but Ingram, Kuzma, uh, you know, maybe a guy like a Mo Wagner and a, uh, and a one or two picks. I think they have to give up all of that. Really? Well, is it worth it then? Why not just, you know, you said you can't compete with the markets, uh, you know, even if he comes you know, competing with this Warriors team, why don't the Lakers just wait and not do the Camelo and Knicks deal and just let him come next year as a free agent? Why give up all that talent? You know, and that, that's the thing to me that, that almost... Well, why, the, reason, the reason to do the deal is PG-13, right? It's, it's Paul George. That Kawhi gets traded to Boston and he loves it. And, he, and he's like a low-key guy he wants to go back to L.A. on the one hand, but on the other hand, I don't think he really wants to play with LeBron. He's a champion. He's an NBA Finals MVP. He's guarded LeBron. He shut down LeBron I mean, as much as you can. He's contained LeBron. So yeah. to me, you know, that Hollywood situation in L.A., that doesn't necessarily appeal to him. I mean, I think he wants to win. He, he's, a, you know, uh, you go into the San Antonio system, you're used he to winning, right? He's defiant, though. He sound, I, mean, let, I mean, it's all of the reports that keep saying that he's like, hey, I'm going there. So I, I don't know. I, let me say this, though. I, I think kudos to Russell Westbrook and, and OKC and Sam Presby for really – throwing out more than the red carpet in terms of a year of like, we can do this. And I think maybe Paul George was like, I don't want to play with LeBron. That's what I think he said more than anything. Cause he knew LeBron was going to LA. I don't think he was dissing LA. I think he didn't want to play with LeBron. And I think he's choosing Westbrook and him being a little bit younger over LeBron. And maybe the fact that 
once they get rid of this mellow contract, this is the last year of mellow, or if they can dump him, you know, before the trade deadline, that they can bring in a third star in the future, i.e. an Anthony Davis or somebody like that, or Carl Anthony Towns, who might not get along in Minnesota, which the Lakers are rumored to want, you know, next year as well, um, along with the Kawhi, maybe try to get an Anthony Davis or Jimmy Butler or something. So, I mean, there's so many moving pieces to this. You know, I'm hearing different rumors about, you know, Kyrie and Jimmy Butler, best friends. They want to play together in New York, whether it's Brooklyn or the Knicks, who knows? Both teams will have more cap space. Um, and then the funny thing, so, so JJ, JJ Redick returns to Philly. Chris Paul returns to Houston. We know PJ, PG-13 stays. And then your boy leaves the Clippers, and they no longer have any of those three guys, and that Clipper era is over. DeAndre Jordan goes to Dallas, where he was supposed to go three years ago. What do you think about that, and are you liking – Dennis Smith Jr., Luka Doncic, Harrison Barnes, last year of Dirk, and DeAndre Jordan. No, that team's not doing anything. That team's not making the playoffs. That team's back in the lottery. So that team's garbage. The the NBA has passed DeAndre Jordan by. Like, I feel like, you know, playing with Chris Paul or playing with a point guard that can really feed him, you know, keep him engaged offensively. um, Right. You know, he, he got his money and good for him. 20, you know, he signed that, that $20 yeah, million dollar deal. But but at the end of the day, I just feel like. The NBA has already passed. Sh- you feel like it's passed him and Andre Drummond by? I do. I think the clunky. game's changed. The game's changed. He's not, you know, you need to be on a special type of team. Whereas you were the norm 10, 15 years ago. You're the exception now. You need to be on a special type of team with a special type of coach with a special offensive philosophy because the game is going young and small and, you know, playing inside or outside in. So, to me, these guys are dinosaurs. Yeah, and that's what's so funny about it is that the younger athletic centers in terms of Carl Anthony Towns, Joel Embiid, obviously – DeMarcus is still in that. He's probably the, the veteran of those guys because he's super athletic. Um, that's the, the new wave of center. Let me ask you this, Ray. Do you think the Rockets could get hit hard if they do not bring back Clint Capella and they already lost uh, Trevor Reza to the Phoenix Suns, which I thought was a good signing for the Suns? Do you think the Rockets, I mean, do they have to overpay to keep Capella? I think so. I think they have to lock yeah. down Capella because, you know, it, it, it's your worst nightmare because this is what everybody feared, right? Can, and I didn't think they could. Can Paul, can Chris Paul and James Harden lead your team? So they worked it well, out. They proved us all wrong. They, they proved us all wrong. I mean, no, they did. They proved me wrong. They proved us all wrong. But, but, but here's the thing at the end of the day, nobody ever wins with a, you know, a backcourt, uh, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, name me a championship team where your best two players were a one and a two and you had nothing in the front court. You know, Trevor Reza gave you some gave you some inside out, a wing defender, a scorer. Clint Capella was an up-and-comer, and frankly, Clint Capella was just too hard to handle for the Golden oh, State Warriors. Yeah. And – 
you know, he was definitely – look, who knows what they'll replace him with. Daryl Morey's a, quite a talented GM, one of the best GMs in the business. But if they lose Clint Capella, I'm not sure where they go. I mean, they don't – they drop significantly. They, they, to lose Ariza and Capella, depending on who you, who you replace him with, you become the, I don't know, fifth, sixth best team in the West. Do you think okay is so healthy with Andre Robeson adding Nerland and Noel? Do you think they have room to improve? I do, and I think Paul George committing to them and Russell Westbrook. Obviously, it's so funny the two LA kids, right? Paul right, George and Russell Westbrook. Everybody thought yeah. they'd be back in LA, but the two of them are setting up LA East, I guess, in Oklahoma City. <laughs> LA Central. You know, uh, Carmelo's contract is a little bit of an albatross across their, you know, throat, across their neck, but they'll be done with him next year. I think they do. I think they do have room to improve, and I think they'll be they'll be really good this year. They'll be a top four or five team. Yeah, no, it's fascinating. So I guess this is getting thrown around. Do you think it's viable for the NBA to do this um, to really? do rescheduling and reseeding. Look, the schedule doesn't come out for a couple of months. So maybe this is the time for the commissioner to talk to the players association and say, let's, you know, do three or four games. You just play everybody three games or four games. No, um, you know, you know, playing home and home with the opposite conference and let's do seating one through 16. Or do you think it might take a couple of years for them to get that? Because, Right now, I guess out of the top 15 players, 13 of the 15 are in the West. I mean, you could throw Kyrie and uh, I don't know whoever else in there, Gordon Haywood or, you know. Giannis. You know, Giannis, the I mean, Sixers. It's, it's really just Embiid, Giannis, and Kyrie are really those elite players in the East, yeah. right? Who else is in the East? Bob DeRozan is, I mean, he's second elite. Yeah. He's an all-star. He's an all-star. No, no, I mean, it's literally, it's like out of the, let's say the top 30, you would say easily 22 of the top 30. <laughs> 23 of the top 30 are in the West. Yeah, but I think even more than that, it's like 12 of the top 15. Yeah, no, it's it's bad. It's really bad. So that's what I'm saying. What do you I think they might the, have to seriously look at that. Look, no yeah. other sport does it. And, and I do like, in theory, East versus West in the yeah. NBA finals and it means something. And now that they went two, three, two or, or two, two, one, 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 um, it makes it more competitive. So I like that. But if these guys sign, especially if they sign long-term contracts, right? Like LeBron's going to be out West for the next four years. And oh. if Kawhi stays in the West and Durant stays in the West and Steph stays in the West and <laughs> And, and Davis, I guess, is Harden and Davis, Russell yeah. Westbrook. I mean, everybody's in the West, so you have to think about it. I, I think the NBA is going to do it. I, I really do. And I think it would be wise because then you start looking at teams um, with above 500 records, right, 46, 47 wins being the ninth and 10th, maybe even 11th seed in the West where the East could have, you know, anywhere from – I mean, look, it's the Celtics, Sixers, Raptors, Pacers, and Heat. You got five teams. So you could have six, seven, and eight all be with like 38 to 40 wins. That could be really ugly. 
Um, it's going to be fascinating. I think they should do something too. I just don't know if they could get it done so fast. I heard in summer league, they're doing a challenge flag, you know, for calls. I think that is definitely the wave of the future because sometimes we see these calls that we saw in the finals and the playoffs. And if it's not under two minutes, they can't review it. And you're like, wait a minute. Like that was like a blatant missed call. So I think that's positive. And just to clean up Cleveland, Ray, do they trade Kevin Love or do they try to say to the fans, the season opens up, you got Colin Sexton, Kevin Love, and the rest of the guys, or do you try to clean slate and get whatever you can for Love? What do you, what do you think the Cavs should do? Blow it up. Blow it up. The expectation really? level is – Yes, the expectation level is zero. Start over. You had the number one – you got love no love for love? love? No love for love. If Kevin so you don't, Love plays... you don't want to try to make the seventh or eighth seed, you want to just go right to the lottery and try to rebuild with Sexton and whoever else. Go right to the lottery. What are you doing? So then where would you, where put... would you send love? That's the interesting thing. Whoever wants him. Just give me a couple <laughs> of first rounders. Give me a couple first rounders. Give me a young player. Do you, uh, wait, wait. Do you go to Phoenix to and it. say, I'll take... I'll take Marquise Chris and uh, two first-round picks or a first-round pick and, and, you know, whatever else. Maybe send them out to Phoenix. Give me Josh Jackson if they'll give him up. Uh, Yeah, sure. Yeah. Anybody. Anybody. Anybody who's young, cheap, athletic, any of those things. Because to me, the, the Cavs have a window now that LeBron left where the expectation level is can be so low you can fly under the radar screen you can do a three four year rebuild because nobody expects anything of you right you know you were able to be terrible when lebron left so much so that you drafted kyrie irving and then you were still terrible so much so that you got bennett and andrew wiggins and you were able to trade those guys and get yourself kevin love so do it again you know, be terrible and get yourself a couple of top five picks and hopefully lightning strikes twice and you find yourself a LeBron or you get yourself a Carl Anthony Towns or an Anthony Davis or somebody like that, not in free agency, obviously, but you draft those guys because now's the time to rebuild. LeBron left. The, the expectation level is zero. No, that that's definitely fair. Um, Knicks, we got to talk Knicks. It's um, they don't have much. Porzingis might not be back. You know they can't do much. I think Cantor opted in. They can't get rid of the Noah contract unless they decide to finally eat it and buy him out. Which then you could spread it over five years. I know they were talking about that with Dang. They signed you know the six seven small forward Mario Herzanga from Orlando. I don't really like it. I know he's young Ray, but he has done absolutely Nathan. Um, and then on contrast to that, the Magic give, you know, Aaron Gordon $84 million, but it's $30 million less of the max. So maybe they save money because he's improving. What do you think about the Knicks move? And um, <clears throat> what do you think about some of the other teams like the Orlando and Wizards in the Eastern Conference? Look, I think that Mario Hazonga, first of all, he's only 23 years old. So they have him for one year and – if he gets, if he plays well, he'll get paid, not by the Knicks most likely, 
And he's got a year in which he needs to prove something, right? And Chris Stapps is probably out until January, maybe. Yeah. So February. I'm okay with that. Six, seven, six, eight wing player knocks, um, you know, some size on the wing is okay by me. Give him a shot. Why not? Uh, Nick's, like you said, Nick's contracts are terrible. We've got, um, you know, can't get out of that Noah contract. Porzingis isn't coming back. So look, I fully expected Nick to be in the lottery again next year. I hope they're in the lottery again next year because the Knicks <laughs> need young talent, young talent. And at the at the end of the day, you can be cute, but two problems. Maybe Fizdale will change this, but Knicks can't draw legitimate free agents. Knicks don't have the money even to pay the free agents. And frankly, the Knicks' talent is not there. Who's the Knicks' point guard? Who's the Knicks' best player? When when Porzingis is the best player, Hardaway, Kevin Knox, baby, <laughs> real Knox from the Knox. I'm okay with that if he turns. I love that. I love that. Player. I definitely love the draft. Um, I don't know. I mean, and Aaron I guess Gordon. You, could... you know, Aaron Gordon's a good player, and you know what? I was happy to see him get paid, yeah. but not paid. You understand what I mean? Like he yeah. didn't no, deserve it's the good match. for Orlando Magic for their potential he's a, future. He's a right. very good role player. His stats have gotten better every year. His offense has gotten better. What is he about? Seventeen and, and nine? Seventeen and a half? Yeah, he's I a mean, legit he's power forward in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, he's not a yeah. max player, and and I'm glad they didn't give him the max because I I don't want to see that franchise that also hasn't had much success of recently be strapped and and stuck with his contract. So let me ask you this though, in terms of the Pelicans um, to go bounce to the West real quick, adding Alfred Payton, who was, you know, with the magic and then traded to the Suns at the draft at the trade deadline, Payton, I guess, trading, it's almost like Payton for Rondo in a way, but I don't, you know, I don't know if I love Alfred Payton because he can't shoot and holiday shined in the playoffs, uh, showed himself to be the player that he was before he got hurt. Do you like, the improvement maybe because adding Randall, Mirotech, and Peyton and losing Cousins and Rondo, is this enough to – will Anthony Davis stay in New Orleans or do we see him go to a New York, L.A., Philly, or Boston? What do you think? Does, Pel- does, does the Pelicans do enough and have enough to say to Anthony Davis, you know what, you, you be the leader of your own franchise and stay here? Because I don't know. I don't know what's in his head. You know, he seems like he's loyal. I don't know what's in his head. He, he seems to keep keep it close to the vest. But my gut says he leaves. The only reason he would stay is because Drew Holiday is balling out and showing out to be quite a player, right? He had that whole issue with his wife and the baby and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he had himself an unbelievable year this year, second yeah. half in particular, and playoffs. So if you're running with Drew Holiday and you think you're one or two pieces behind and you've got to figure Golden State, something's going to happen to them, right? They're going to blow. LeBron James is also entering his 16th season. Um, San Antonio's old. So maybe, you know, in, in, in Houston, we're just, they're going through some transition. So maybe you stick it out. But my guess is that, he does not stay in New Orleans and then he goes to win because think about this. He went to Kentucky 
as a freshman and won and then was a number one pick and then sniffed the playoffs in his first four years. But this past year swept Portland and had himself a good season, but it's too hard to go past the second round with that roster. You know, he'd be lucky to make it to the second round again this year. So I think he needs more help. Drew Holiday, as good as he is, is just not enough. Yeah. Well, we'll say this. We'll get ready to wrap it up. NBA free agency with Ray and Tay breaking it down for you. The one thing is, will Boston stand pat and healthy and just go for it and probably be the leaders of the East with the Raptors and Sixers, you know, kind of right there with them. And then Kawhi. My bet is that Kawhi doesn't get traded until the deadline. I don't think the the Spurs feel rushed and I don't think they're going to help the Lakers or anybody else out. And I think they're going to hold them until the last second because they want to get something for him. So I say, you know, February, Kawhi will get traded or so. But I do think he might hold that, hold out, Ray. I think Kawhi is that disgruntled. He's not going to play. And I, I think it's that bad. What, what, what are your thoughts? And this is terrible. I don't know what happened. It, it just seemed like this is, a, this is a minor thing that just got way out of control. He only played nine games last season. And now – it's all about that medical and that the players attacked him. I thought that was bad. Like, once they did that, especially Parker, that was ugly. Like, that was really weird to me. Yeah, you usually don't have that player-on-player player crime like that. Um, I tell you the team that really should trade for him. It's the only team in the NBA that he could honestly put them into the championship and maybe help them win a championship, and that's Excellent. the Boston Celtics. Oh, okay. I really see the Sixers too. Because the Sixers don't have the pieces. Sixers oh, don't have if, the pieces. If he goes to Philly, him, Simmons, and Embiid can get them through the East against Boston, I think. Yeah, but Sixers don't have anything to give up. Nobody wants Markel Foles. And they only have three pieces. Boston has six. Six pieces. Boston yeah. can give up on Jalen Brown. They can give up on, on Jason Tatum. Because if you get him back and you get Gordon Hayward, you know what I'm saying? Shit, I'll give you, I'll give you Jason Tatum. If, if I can sign you, I'll give you Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I know the real, question, the real question on your mind is, who's going to sign Dwight Howard? <laughs> who, who cares? Another dinosaur, dinosaur who's not a winner. Uh, and you know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I want to see him succeed. I want to see him maybe win a championship because, you know, he, he did go to the finals in 09 and I, I like the guy. I just think that he's not the killer that he should be. And, you know, again, I would hate the, to see the, them trade Kyrie to the Spurs for Kawhi. Those rumors have been out there. Cause to me, the only thing I like is that I think Kyrie is coming to the Knicks. I really do. I think with his dad being from the Bronx, I think, you know, the lifetime Knicks fans, you know, grew up in Jersey. I, I, I could see he's coming to the New York market. I just feel that with Kyrie. And so maybe the Celtics anticipate that. And maybe James just dumps him and says, hey, I got Rozier. I got Smart. And Kyrie goes in the trade for Kawhi. That, that, could, that could definitely be – I wouldn't give up Jalen Brown because Kawhi's not a fan. 
I don't think Kawhi's staying in Boston, Ray. I just don't. Well, if you're 100% sure he's not staying, then then, then go for it. But how, how did Sam Presti get – right? How did he get Paul George to stay? Because he had Nas come and do the concert, man. It was because of my man <laughs> Nasir <laughs> Jones, baby. You know, Jay-Z well, and Beyonce had to hate on him dropping, dropping the Carters. And Nas dropped his album. Everybody's trying to ignore him. You better listen to that Nasir album. That's my man, yo. Okay, well, who's the well, who's Boston's Nasir Jones? <laughs> They're gonna bring back Marky Mark and New Kids on the Block, yo. <laughs> no, because this is Danny Ainge's statement. I think Danny yeah. Ainge's statement move. He's already done it, and he just needs to stand pat. Let Hayward and Kyrie come back with this team, and this team is no joke. Tatum but if you're telling me, if you're telling me you're gonna lose Kyrie anyway, uh, you know, I, I, Kawhi to me could be a Celtic in, in terms of the type of you know seven no, no, years you're totally right. put in in San Antonio. Yeah. yeah, maybe he's the next Paul Pierce there, who was an LA kid, loved the Lakers, but fell in love playing and, and did great in Boston. Yeah, so. I'll leave it at best. The winners, the winners of three days of free agency for me are easily the, I mean, Lakers, Warriors, and the Thunder. Would you agree with that, or you have another team you throw in there? No, those guys look like they, you know, I mean, look, <laughs> you land LeBron James, DeMarcus Cousins, and Paul George, you're a winner, <laughs> you know, especially for the price that they got uh, uh, boogie at. That's amazing. Oh, and we can't forget the Denver Nuggets. They kept their boy, first Denver Nugget to get a over $100 million contract, uh, your boy Jokic. So he's a, he's a stud now, and he's official. So we'll see. All right, Ray, that's it. So we'll see where Kawhi goes. And, you know, it's always good to chop up some NBA free agency. And uh, hopefully we'll see you on the – on, on the on the video side soon or in the fall, but um oh Cam Chancellor is he retiring? Is that what I heard? Yeah, he said his neck isn't recovering and he's pretty much looking at phase two or the next phase or however he phrased it. So people are reading into it that he's retiring. End of an era, Legion of Boom. They were great, right? Yeah, one and a half championships. Lots of credit to Magic Johnson and uh, Laker Nation is back. Definitely made they my are, Elijah Duke yeah, happy. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see all those other signings though, like Rondo and Lance Stevenson and Javale McGee and Contavious Caldwell. Well, he's got a lot of knuckleheads. That's a lot of knuckleheads. He really does a lot of knuckleheads on that team. I tell you what, uh, Walton has his hands. You know, his work cut out for him. Well, at least he's got knuckleheads with LeBron. I think LeBron right, will straighten that all out. And Kawhi will be there soon to help, whether it's this year or next year. So it's all and, good. And maybe that's the right thing to do, right? Just just hold your breath and come out of there with Kawhi Leonard next year. Kawhi Whew. Leonard, Carl Anthony Towns. Or Anthony Davis, right? One of those three become a Laker next year. Wow. 
It's going to be a fascinating season, Ray. Without without a doubt, the saga continues. Hey, should LeBron wear 23? Or I was telling my son Elijah that maybe he should, you know, give give everybody a third number, 6, 23, and something else. Yeah, maybe he's, uh, I mean, I was going to say four because he's trying to get his fourth championship, but in L.A., that's not good enough. So the next level, whatever the next level is for him. I mean, Kobe went 23 to 24. Maybe he goes 24 to 25. (laughs) I don't know. It's going to be great, man. Anyway, listen, great show. Fun talking to everybody, you know. Check it out. And um, NBA free agency. We're out. We're out.